If I may, I would like to offer you a piece of advice. You have two ears and one mouth. That is the ratio you should spend listening to talking. This is what my father used to say to me, and I think it is a rather appropriate observation, especially for a podcast. However, I did something even more crucial in those opening lines, which we will be covering extensively in today's episode. For in today's episode, we will be diving into the art of offering advice. Navigating the business landscape can be challenging, especially when it comes to knowing how to effectively share your insights and recommendations with colleagues and clients. Offering advice is a delicate balance. It requires the right mix of diplomacy, tact and assertiveness. In this episode, we'll explore a variety of phrases and strategies for presenting your suggestions in a clear and persuasive manner. We'll discuss how to test the waters to see if your advice is welcome, how to express your thoughts in a constructive and supportive way, and how to follow up after sharing your recommendations. We'll also be touching on those vitally important cultural considerations and best practices for providing advice in a global business environment. By the end of this episode, you'll be armed with the tools and the confidence to share your expertise effectively and most importantly, professionally. So grab your writing implements, settle into that leather armchair, stoke the fire and ready yourself for we are about to take you and your business English to the next level as we embark on this journey of mastering the art of offering advice. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast, helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. As we mentioned, we have a packed episode here today, all surrounding the art of giving advice. So to lay the groundwork, I wanted to talk you through some best practices followed by some cultural considerations for when offering advice. Firstly, let's look at some best practices. Now, these are by no means exhaustive, but simply meant to give you a good orientation as to what to do when offering advice to ensure your suggestions are well received and effective. Here are some best practices to keep in mind. 1. Establish credibility. Make sure the recipient understands your background and expertise on the topic. This will help establish trust and make them more receptive to your advice. 2. Listen first. Before offering advice, take the time to fully understand the situation and the recipient's concerns. Ask open-ended questions to gain a clear picture of the issue at hand. 3. Be empathetic. Show that you genuinely care about the recipient's situation and acknowledge their feelings and concerns. This will make them more likely to consider your advice. 4. Be clear and concise. When providing advice, be specific and to the point. Offer actionable suggestions rather than general recommendations. 5. Use the sandwich technique. 
Start with positive feedback or a compliment, followed by your advice, and end with another positive remark. This approach can help make your suggestions more palatable. 6. Be objective. Focus on the facts and try to remain impartial when offering advice. This will help prevent any potential bias from clouding your judgment or suggestions. 7. Offer alternatives. Instead of providing just one solution, present multiple options for the recipient to consider. This allows them to make an informed decision based on their unique circumstances. 8. Be mindful of timing. Choose the right moment to offer advice. Avoid giving unsolicited advice or sharing your thoughts during times of high stress or conflict. 9. Be respectful. Respect the recipient's autonomy and acknowledge that they may have different opinions or preferences. Offer advice as a suggestion rather than a mandate. 10. Follow up. Check in with the recipient after offering your advice to see if they found it helpful and offer additional support or clarification if needed. By adhering to these best practices, you can ensure your advice is both impactful and well-received, fostering stronger professional relationships and positive outcomes. Now, as we all work in an increasingly globalized world, there is a growing chance that you will ultimately one day be working across cultural lines, so to speak, and this can present its own challenges. Not only must we navigate the business side of life, then coupled with potentially not working in your first language, to then be confronted with cultural working practices that contrast with your own. This, for many professionals, is a recipe for deep anxiety and can cause the most well-planned project to simply go to a ball of chalk. And that is on a good day, never mind when it comes to navigating the sticky subject of offering advice. It is with this in mind we have listed a few careful cultural considerations for any professional to keep in mind when looking to offer advice in a multicultural environment. Now, I know that was a bit heavy in places, but I just wanted to highlight that it's essential to be aware of cultural differences that may impact the way your advice is received. So, here are some cultural considerations to keep in mind. 1. Power distance. In some cultures, there is a significant power distance between superiors and subordinates, which means that offering unsolicited advice to someone higher in the hierarchy may be perceived as disrespectful. Be mindful of this dynamic and seek permission before offering your input. 2. Directness. Some cultures value direct communication, while others prefer a more indirect approach. When offering advice, be aware of the communication style favoured in the recipient's culture and adjust your delivery accordingly. 3. Hierarchy and formality. In certain cultures, it's important to maintain a formal tone when addressing colleagues or superiors. Be mindful of using appropriate titles and maintaining a respectful tone when offering advice. 4. Saving face. In some cultures, preserving one's reputation and dignity, or saving face, is crucial. When giving advice, try to do so in a way that allows the recipient to save face and avoid embarrassment. 
Five, individualism versus collectivism. In individualistic cultures, people may be more receptive to advice that focuses on personal growth and achievement. In collectivist cultures, it may be more effective to frame your advice in terms of benefiting the group or the organization. Six, relationship building. In many cultures, building trust and rapport is essential before offering advice. Invest time into getting to know your colleagues and understanding their perspectives before sharing your input. Seven, nonverbal communication. Be mindful of your body language, facial expressions, and tone of voice when offering advice, as these nonverbal cues can convey meaning and impact the way your message is received. By understanding and respecting cultural differences, you can communicate more effectively and offer advice that is both well received and impactful. So now the groundwork has been laid, let's get into the thick of it, shall we? First, let's look at phrases we can use to test the water to see if our advice would be well received if we were to give it. Remember, in some cultures, taking this step is not just best practice; it is essential. So here are seven phrases that will help you get a feel for how your advice may be received. And for all you veterans of the Business English podcast out there, you know what I'm about to say. But if you are new here, I'll be repeating the phrases twice so you can get your ear locked onto that pronunciation, syllable usage, and connected speech before leaving a magic pause, allowing you to drill, scribble, and do your thing. The pause is there for you. Okay, here we go. One. Would you be open to some feedback or suggestions? Would you be open to some feedback or suggestions? Two. If you're interested, I have some thoughts that might help. If you're interested, I have some thoughts that might help. Three. Do you mind if I share my perspective on this matter? Do you mind if I share my perspective on this matter? Four. Are you looking for any input or advice on this topic? Are you looking for any input or advice on this topic? Five. I have a few ideas that might be useful. Would you like to hear them? I have a few ideas that might be useful. Would you like to hear them? Six. If you'd like, I can offer some suggestions based on my experience. If you'd like, I can offer some suggestions based on my experience. Seven. May I contribute a few thoughts that could potentially assist with the situation? May I contribute a few thoughts that could potentially assist with the situation? With these phrases in hand, you can now adequately test the water before potentially moving on to offering your advice. So here we are at another one of our professional business English forks in the road, where we could head in one of two directions. With the groundwork laid out and the water tested, we can now move forward to offering our advice.
Now, this is dependent on the situation, of course, but you may want to go in one of two directions. Either offer advice in support of a narrative or course of action, or offer advice that discourages that further pursuit. This style of advice is commonplace in mentoring, coaching, tutoring, consulting, and other leadership-type roles. And it's not just for these types of roles either. Anybody can be asked their advice on anything. So do take notes even if you don't think you'll ever be in this situation. Being equipped with these phrases for both eventualities will put you in a strong position, regardless of the course of action. So, firstly, here are seven phrases that you could use to develop a narrative or course of action. 1. To enhance this idea, you might want to consider... To enhance this idea, you might want to consider... Two, a possible way to build on this concept is by. A possible way to build on this concept is by. Three, one way to improve this aspect would be to. One way to improve this aspect would be to. Four, to take this idea to the next level, you could try. To take this idea to the next level, you could try 5. You might want to refine your approach by You might want to refine your approach by 6. An interesting avenue to explore further could be An interesting avenue to explore further could be 7. To make this even better, I would suggest... To make this even better, I would suggest... Now, before jumping into the next section, I wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that if you wanted to get more out of the Business English podcast, then that is possible. For example... Full transcripts complete with timestamps so you never miss an expression. Phrase-focused one-pages to quickly refresh your memory before that next last-minute meeting. Pronunciation support to assist with the trickier elements of business English. Live read-along transcripts, quizzes, and much more. If this sounds like it could be useful, then the Business English Podcast Premium subscription could be for you. Check out the details at the link in the show notes. Right, on with the show. And now, here are seven phrases that can tactfully discourage a continuation of a narrative or course of action. 1. I think it might be time to pause and reconsider the approach. I think it might be time to pause and reconsider the approach. 2. Perhaps you could stop and explore alternative strategies. Perhaps you could stop and explore alternative strategies. 3. I'd like to suggest you halt this process and look at other options. I'd like to suggest you halt this process and look at other options. 4. You may need to step back and reassess your direction. You may need to step back and reassess your direction.
5. It could be beneficial to put this on hold and pivot to a different plan. It could be beneficial to put this on hold and pivot to a different plan. Six. I recommend you pause this effort and try to reassess your goals. I recommend you pause this effort and try to reassess your goals. Seven. It might be more effective to stop and reevaluate the priorities before moving forward. It might be more effective to stop and reevaluate the priorities before moving forward. Remember, especially with the last set of phrases here, take into account the best practices and cultural considerations that we have discussed before to avoid making a rather unprofessional faux pas. And finally, in order to round off your advice in a professional and succinct manner, you may wish to consider using one of the following phrases as it demonstrates self-awareness, balance and professionalism to the individual receiving the advice. 1. I hope you find my suggestions helpful, but please feel free to take them or leave them as you see fit. I hope you find my suggestions helpful, but please feel free to take them or leave them as you see fit. Two, of course, these are just my thoughts and it's ultimately up to you to decide what's best for your situation. Of course, these are just my thoughts and it's ultimately up to you to decide what's best for your situation. Three, I trust your judgment, so please use the advice that resonates with you and discard the rest. I trust your judgment, so please use the advice that resonates with you and discard the rest. Four, it's important to consider various perspectives, so I encourage you to weigh my advice alongside other options. It's important to consider various perspectives, so I encourage you to weigh my advice alongside other options. Five, if you have any questions or would like further clarification, please don't hesitate to ask. If you have any questions or would like further clarification, please don't hesitate to ask. Six, I'm here to support you. So if my advice doesn't quite fit, let's continue the conversation to find a solution that works for you. I'm here to support you. So if my advice doesn't quite fit, let's continue the conversation to find a solution that works for you. Seven, I appreciate the opportunity to share my thoughts and I'm looking forward to seeing the direction you choose to take. I appreciate the opportunity to share my thoughts and I'm looking forward to seeing the direction you choose to take. As I mentioned previously, these phrases will allow you to cleanly and smoothly bring that piece of advice to a close. Well, there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. In this episode of the Business English Podcast, we have delved into the art of offering advice in the world of business. We've explored a variety of phrases and strategies for effectively presenting your suggestions while taking into account 
cultural considerations and best practices. As we wrap up today's episode, remember that the key to giving advice successfully lies in your ability to listen, empathise and communicate your thoughts clearly and respectfully. Always be mindful of your audience and the context in which you are offering your guidance. We do hope you found today's episode valuable and that you'll be able to put these tips into practice in your own professional lives. If you have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and share it with your friends and colleagues. We'd love to hear your thoughts and experiences of offering your own advice, so feel free to leave us a review or get in touch with us via the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining us today on the Business English Podcast. We look forward to helping you continue to hone your business communication skills in our next episode. Until then, keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.